This is the Cave of Solitude, your pop culture and comic book podcast coming to you from the megacity metropolis of Toronto. I'm your host, Eric Anthony, and this is episode 267. that's my guy and I'm sticking by him I'll talk to them in private but if they did something I'm like no they didn't that's my friend and I just feel like those are qualities that people have forgotten because they always want to be applauded go through the fire with your friend I respect that I like a little bit of pushback I like I like pushback I like when people push back a little bit like when a woman pushes back a little bit to her man. I don't like pushover women. I like women who have an opinion. Yeah. Not to say that that's, whoa, look at you, Mr. Feminist. No, it's just, I like when people don't just go with challenge, the things. Challenge, challenge it. makes you grow. Yeah, don't always agree. And, and challenging the group. It's not going to be pleasant for anyone. Ch- yeah, but chal- it's sometimes necessary to grow. That's what I challenge with your within yourself, within yeah. your echo chamber, within your group. Not challenging people who you already know you disagree with. Big deal. Like, so what? Challenge the thing that they're making you feel in life. It's not to say second guess yourself or don't trust your instincts. It's. But I don't. I think too the word challenge has a negative connotation. Like, I, I, you know, I think sometimes we can immediately go to, like, resistance or fight back or conflict. Whereas challenging can also be, like, exercise your mind. Or be open to things. Do something yeah. different so that you can experience it, another emotion. It's not a, a it's, different yeah. perspective. It's not good that everything is, oh, that's negative. Oh, that's, that, yeah, resistance is what makes people grow muscle. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what exercise is. I'm saying it, it could be a little bit of both. Yeah. Or it could be none of it. And a- it's anything just in excess, it's... right? Anything in excess is bad. doesn't matter what it is. If you exercise too much, you're going to get... Remember that guy in Florida that looked like a tank? But he, he, he looked like he wasn't supposed to look like that. He was in a... He, yes, he, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Very yeah. nice guy, though. Jesus Christ. Kobe. Kobe's like a monster on the other side. We're in, we're in our little studio. <laughs> there she is. She's like, I'm not... There you go. Resistance. <laughs> Open the door. Let me in. Yeah. Good. You know? Yeah. Would you... Would you... Um. When it comes to, like, the graphic novels that I have, right? Do you like reading the autobiographical stuff like a march or that muhammad ali like do you like that stuff in that format or do you prefer prefer the movie hollywood-esque you know the superhero drama like the fiction i think that type of i don't know i guess genre Mm -hmm. i'll take that in any format in any format and i'll i'll find I'll, i'll appreciate it I, yeah. I love March. Yeah. I love March. So, would but you... I but I will still watch his documentary. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 
seeing that footage and, and pictures and all these historical things and how they're like yeah it's like okay <laughs> I think it's great when books are written like that because then they get taught in school mm-hmm. you know like you hear about this mouse thing right we have it on the shelf would you read that I haven't read it because it's going to make me cry I know that it's going to break me reading that story because it's about the father's the, the artist and writer's father his experience in I think Auschwitz I think I remember you having that years ago Year, I've had it for years and it was in the cubby it was in the red cubby in the oh wait yeah I was like, what is years. this? And it was just the one solo thing. And you're like, oh, I got this book. I haven't gone around to reading it, but I plan on That's when you had Exo, Exo Man of War. Yeah. You were reading Exo Man of War. Or yeah. you had them in the same It was in the I same forget. section. That's right. You know what? I've, um, I like that. I, I mean, I enjoy, yeah. as, as hard as that kind of content is I do enjoy reading things about like the civil rights and the holocaust and I have the book from um Knight from yeah yeah what's his name again Ellie Weasel yes thank you and like not to say that you know I'm I'm interested in in those types of um stuff so I would definitely give that a chance now that I know what it's about since it's been such a hot topic do you think it's too do you think it's there's an age too early to learn about something like that because that book got banned and all everyone's talking about banning books like you can't ban books and where it's so i'm for i like resistance so if there's a book that's banned that's the one i want to read read all the banned books whatever books they tell you not to read read them all that's my motto i mean i don't know i don't know i think i think know what you're doing just know what it is before you write it off completely. I mean, if there's something that is abhorrently wrong, like like the, the book itself is, let's say, advocating for white supremacy. Yeah, but you can I'm buy not, my I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to read it, but at least I know but, but this, something about it. But like reading Mein Kampf from Hitler, right? Adolf Hitler was a book. You could still buy it. And to read what put him there, like, this was his manifesto. It's almost like the Unabomber's manifesto. I'm just saying for me. It's no, not, no, I'm, I'm not saying, gonna, like... I, I know I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to invest in it. Right. Exactly. I think that's the point, though, But right? I, But does it... Do I want it out there? Not necessarily. Can I do anything about it? No, but... But you, just, that's the if, thing. If you they, don't have to read it, right? You can make that thing. choice. That's the thing. I have the choice not to. And I think when they don't give people the choice of whether they want to read it, I don't like that. Yeah, but do, you know, that kind of content shouldn't be out there. Why not? Um. Well, that's the argument. Yeah, it should be because you can read Machiavelli, right? You can read The Prince, written it from. That's all about. You know, at one time that was banned. I would read the book. I would. Yeah. I read. I read stuff like that. Do you think it like so? I don't know where it was banned, I, and I I'm guessing it was like public school, like elementary. Do you think it's too early to read a book about people dying in the Holocaust at grade five? I don't know if I would have been ready. I feel like grade six, seven, grade it would have hit home. What was I doing grade five? I grade was five, in... I was watching Power Rangers. Is that when Power Rangers came out? Yeah. No. Was, yeah. Grade yeah. four, five. So like, wait, grade four, I had Miss Anderson. Grade five, I had Miss Yang. Okay, so now I'm remembering how where I was. Um. Maybe, maybe, I mean, middle school age, I think, is appropriate. Yeah, I feel like... 
er, but early middle school, like grade six, seven, grade six, grade six. I think grade, think? I mean, yeah, like well, like, but start introducing it and then maybe going yeah, into yeah. it heavy, maybe in the seventh grade. Because you I don't know, know, I don't know. Tell me something I don't if have you children. noticed I don't... this. When you went to school, right in grade five, was was there a time? When did we learn about it? When did I learn? I I my dad had encyclopedias on it at home. I remember right. having that in, in, in my house. It was under, you know, the TV unit, yeah. how every, like the TV was there, but then yeah. the had the drawers and it had like this big wide yeah. open space. At one point he had records in there. Yeah. Um, but then I don't know what happened to that. And then there was a slew of encyclopedias and I remember they were all in black and white and it was about World War Two. I think yeah. it was World War Two. Yeah. I remember seeing like p- pictures of like naked people. It was the first time yeah. I saw naked people in black and white. Like I saw pubes on women. <laughs> I was like what is this? What am I looking at? Why does my father have this? But I was young. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know what I was looking at. And then I, I saw like prison clothing and stuff like that. My dad had a room, a third bedroom in our apartment full of books, encyclopedias. And, you know, all our bound volumes and whatnot. And um, he had a couple of, like, sensual books. Yeah. Um, and I, I pulled them out, and they were, like, couple books. It wasn't, like, it wasn't pornographic, but it was <laughs> them massaging each other in the nude. Like, sensual positions that lead to... What was n- this? It was like uh, my my parents had books like as married couple I guess back in the eighties like and nineties. Not really sex books, but kind of like sensual massage books. Okay, like to put you in the mood type of thing. I think so for sure. Or to show you how to put the mood. Yeah, on. something like that. I remember <laughs> seeing those. I'm like, whoa, what do we got? <laughs> and every now and then I'd go and. Really. Oh yeah, for sure. How I old think were you? I was eleven. I was young. I was young because I had to have been. When my parents had, like, when my parents were together, right? Like, it's funny, the first places you see stuff, you're like, whoa, yeah. it's right there. Yeah. That's it. Well, I guess it's like today, right? Kids have access to stuff oh, like man. that. What they have access to today, I'm, I'm telling not, you. I'm not saying, but if, I'm, I'm if just If we were saying, kids with this stuff, we wouldn't have, we would have been very different. <laughs> I remember we'd find a magazine and people would be like, look at this. That's and what like, I'm saying. It wasn't easy, but when, no. we, when we had it, like... Yeah, we can make it work. Yeah, <laughs> but now, like, if if the act, man, the imaginations. I think that's the thing. You back had to be then, clever back then. Yeah, because we were so clever. If we had the tech now, with that level of being clever, big trouble. No, we we could we could spot things like we a mile away. Trouble. We can hear stuff. Like we just knew how to be ready. <laughs> yeah, you had to be real crafty back then for stuff, you know. And if we had technology like they do now with our sense of craftiness, just to have fun, like you would come up with games with your cousins or your brothers and sisters when there was like nothing to do. Like, let's find something. Look at that. There's a tile. It's a broken piece of furniture. Let's let's find a game to play with it. You would, you know what? I, you would find we things did, to entertain yeah. yourself. Yeah. It's like, why does this become fun? It's because you found fun with another person. Like, it, it's almost that caveman thing like this is one for you it's one for me like yeah let's do it and sometimes i like building forts with my cousins that was always fun i love building forts with my cousins it was always fun yeah 
So, yeah, that mouse book, it got banned for that. And I'm thinking, when I was in grade five, I was too immature. Going to school with snow pants and playing outside, planning for that, to the next year when I'm in grade six and you get a locker, I wasn't wearing snow pants to school. I didn't wear snow pants again. And I didn't care about going outside and playing in the snow. Was that the last time you wore snow pants? Oh. Like, as it... <laughs> yeah, thank you, Kobe. Kobe the dog. Just letting, giving her two cents. I like the snow, but not the slosh. Snow pants. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I did wear snow pants in grade in, in middle school. I remember grade six. We still played a lot outside in the snow. Like uh, we were still kind of in that grade five mentality because you had a long lunch to do stuff, right? But I'll tell you, having a locker changed your whole age frame of mind for me going from grade five Kobe what are you what doing you on doing? the other side what is happening hi hi pumpkin no um, didn't you feel that like having a locker and, and a combo and like your own oh, space totally that was like a rite of passage or something or totally. some kind of coming of that's, age moment that's it that's like, it this is me I'm I, never I'm that responsible again responsible for this <laughs> Yeah, I'm never that little kid again. Yeah. I'm different now. Yeah, You're, yeah. I'm in this group of people now. Yeah. Can we get that bone away from her? <laughs> it sounds She's like there's a. It sounds like that. no. It sounds like there's a fight outside of our apartment. Oh my god, Kobe, this is ridiculous. You're gonna break a tooth. Give her the carrots. She already has them all out of there. Okay. All right. Let's close the door. Keep it quiet. Um, so yeah, I haven't read this book, Miles, but I, it's not, this is the funny thing. It's like, it's not banned. It's banned in a certain area of the, of the country, of the United States of America. And I think of a certain age bracket. It sounds like there are monsters outside. She got it. She's let her be. Basket. Look. It's okay. Let her be. Keep the door open. That's fine. Um... As I was saying, it's not like you can't go on Amazon and get the book. Or you go to your local bookstore and own the book. Do you know what I mean? It's it's caused such a stir and promotion mm-hmm. of people being really up in arms about this this ban and this censorship on this book, which I think is absurd. Cause I don't think kids learning about that in school, like I wish we had that to learn about in school. Mm-hmm. In that format, yeah. Well, because you because you're a comic book guy, that's Ex- why. Of course, but I think every kid at that age appreciated a, a comic strip. It was a little more pal- palatable because we we still were reading novels that had a page of illustration on it. Remember, like mm-hmm. you would always flip through your books, and at some point there would be a cool picture to show you what the character looked like, mm-hmm. and it and it helped you through the rest of the book, kind of like see them. It was always fun to have a picture in a book, right? Mm-hmm. But people, people were, it became like huge news. Writers were writing, tweeting about it. Only one group of people burn books or ban books. I don't know what they're calling themselves these days, but that's what they are. That's what Neil Gaiman, famous writer, said. Guy who wrote Sandman. I'm like, okay. But it's on Netflix or it's coming it's up coming or something. What is that yeah. about? They made this guy? 
set. The, the trailer that they showed was some guy doing some kind of like I don't know ancient witch, witchcraft or some kind of ritual. So they and then this guy appears. So he's he the, slits his wrist. The Sandman. The Sandman is um, basically Morpheus or the Lord of Dreams. So in in this mythology so did he get transported or was he created like no, wonder woman they, they 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 captured him from from like the other dimension so all of the different emotions there's like seven of them they're his siblings so like he's dream and then there's death and then there's i think desire and all the, so he's the god of dreams he's the lord of dreams yeah so when you have dreams he's the one that's the lord of that realm that you're in and sometimes when you're there you learn you learn things about yourself or you communicate with things or you travel in time like that's all real so the the concept of sandman is it's not like a direct storyline in the way that you read comic books it's the existence of this character and, and the way it starts is that he's been captured for so many thousands of years because this cult that yeah. practices the, practices the occult has captured him to try to suck his power from him the sandman oh so he's a victim he's a victim and what the story really begins when he escapes them okay. and then he he goes through people's lives and, and it's this is not a, a, a proper comparison but almost like a quantum leap where it's like the stories are somewhat linear but they could also go back in time because you're following dream you're following his life mm -hmm. and his existence through the universe mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so it's it's really esoteric but also like what's that mean like esoteric. it's it's that sounds far away it's kind of <laughs> like um stuff like different stuff like stuff that's on the i don't know not necessarily mainstream it's a mainstream comic it's super popular but it was sort of a underground hit it was like those who knew about it knew about it you know right like you listen to the Cure album, listening, reading that book. Like that's how it feels. Do you know what I mean? It's okay. like when you get it, you get it. Okay. But it's uh, anyways. That's Neil Gaiman. So he tweeted that, and that's the thing that got Whoopi into trouble, right? Talking about that book. That's what brought up the thing about the Holocaust being a race. I mean, yeah, I think people need to know about it. I think Whoopi if, should I, read I it. I think, but I think that's, <laughs> I think that's, you know. Maybe that's to the discretion of a person and 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 a, a parent. Like, yeah. sometimes kids are kids mature at different levels and stages depending on what they experience, right? Like, maybe you have a child that knows what it is to lose a loved one before another child. Yeah, and and they're gonna sick. have questions at different times of life, and yeah. you're just gonna have to. I mean, that's what you sign up for as a parent, no? I never had a cast going through school. Like, I never knew what it was like to go to school with a broken arm and not be able to play. Some kids did, and that sucked. Like, they maybe lost a couple months of grade four because they were a broken leg. That's a big difference in your life when you'll look back. Like, when I broke my leg in grade four, I was really good at this sport. And then I was never the same. Hey, pumpkin. You know, those type of things happen. And for other yeah. kids, they don't. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, everyone's different. I think it has to be a combination of both, right? Discretion of their parents and, and academia, you know, at like at an appropriate general level, maybe. So it's gradually introduced. And, and I mean, I don't know. I feel like we've sensitized kids so much 
and then at the same time want them to make these huge decisions but not really but I, i've had a lot of pressure i felt a lot of pressure when i was in high school and they're telling me what it is that i want to do go to school for what i i didn't know i didn't know what, what i i didn't know anything <laughs> i didn't know how to begin but or what i what i what i wanted to commit to and you're expecting me to make this decision at 16 17 yeah that was hard for that us was, that's what i'm talking about but these kids today right just thinking about this i'm trying to tie it in with this book and thinking of like what was so egregious for these kids not to see i think it was like eight swear words and and like yeah, that. that's another thing. I don't. You know what? I can't really have an opinion on this because I don't know what they're what they're what they're protesting. I have no idea. I, I think no canceling books not a good idea. But I, I don't even know what it is that they're even. Yeah. What's the issue? Do I you just, know. I, basically, it was there was a certain amount of, of curse words and the portrayal of I think nudity. But they're mice. But they're mice. How and, do you... and death. I mean... Like, there were racial slurs thrown around. But that's what the book is about. That's what it's teaching you about. That's the story. Right. You yeah. know? Okay. So I'm thinking... We if should actually read it. That's what we need to do. I did read up on the articles to see what the... Like, what's really... Because everyone's posting about it and up in arms. What is everybody saying? Well, they're just saying you never... When they say to ban a book, that's the book you read. And these are the type of people in, in life who have banned books. Okay, so um, you're obviously in agreement. Right. I, I've i never... I'm not one for censorship. Like, I grew up listening to music with a lot of inappropriate language. And I... Having had original, like, edited versions of albums... Right. To then listening to the real versions, I can't ever listen to an edited version of an yeah, album. Yeah, it it's not the same. It's no. You know, you're cheating yourself. Yeah. There's a... Re like, it's just... Like if you're gonna go that all that like just do it already. Just do it, <laughs> and yeah, like nothing will happen to you, you know. But that was me. So again, I'm a person who's always kind of been. I know I, I don't I'm not that person who makes a a huge fuss, but I'm also not a person who is like. I don't know, I'm not prudish. Yeah. Even though I I kind I kind of live conservatively, I'm not a prude. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I can handle that language. Like, yeah. I work in construction. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what you say when you burn your arm with solder <laughs> dripping on you, but you can't stop working because you're stuck. What do you say? Fudge. Sugar. Yeah. Oh shucks. Like, Nick does though. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you. Although no, no, Nick will say to me, "She said, Daph, I was so mad. I was so mad." She's like, "I actually cussed," and I'm like, "You know what?" And, she, and then she'll tell me, "She's like, I don't know shit." And I'm like, "I believe you. <laughs> I believe your anger." Yeah, you have to. There's, there is a, um, it's almost like a little bit of exercise when you release it, saying certain words. Well, I mean, don't quote me, obviously. No one's even listening, maybe. Um, didn't they say that there's some kind of something, some kind of drug or some kind of dopamine of some sort, saying certain words, the way they are pronounced, are actually a satisfying thing? Like, yeah. it does release oh, yeah. something. 
That's why saying fuck is so good. Oh, yeah. It definitely feels good. Like the sh and the The, the, it right behind it. The hardness at the end. Cunt. Like, you just gotta say it sometimes. Especially when it's well fucking deserved. But that's the thing. Like, you gotta... I mean, I'm gonna be a hypocrite about it. I'm, I'm I'm being a hypocrite about it right now. But, like, for certain words, like, you gotta save them for good ones. Like, oh, you yeah. can't just throw them around. Because no. Because they, they should me- still mean something. Well, I mean... But then yeah. again, have you heard, like, I'm not exactly a prime example of that. No, but but, there, but you're right. There is, again, we're getting into all the, the different things that people have been talking about lately. Like, context. Context is the oh, best God, thing. Oh, God, why would you... <laughs> no, no, no. I swore no. I didn't want to do this. No, no. It, you know why? Because it goes, it goes w- along with the story of Mouse. This is what's happening just in these past two weeks since we last talked from our music conversation. This is what's going on. So it's just very interesting to see because it's very reflective in comic books. This is a comic book pop, pop, pop culture podcast. So we've we got to wrap it all together because in comics, it's gotten to a point where I feel I don't really read new stuff anymore. I haven't gone to my comic like. I used to always look at comic book. Uh, there's a website called Comic Book Roundup, and it would always kind of let me know what was coming out, whether it was a single issue or in a graphic novel form, so I can know like this is worth picking up this week. Mm-hmm. And it gave you an aggregate rating, kind of like Rotten Tomatoes, that would say, you know, this series is getting an 8.8. 8. 12 issues collected it's got 8.8 as its score like that's hard to maintain so i'll buy that book off of the strength of the rating because i know it's worth my money Mm -hmm. this is the Mm -hmm. good stuff that's out this is the way to kind of weed through everything that's on the shelf like what's the best of the best Mm -hmm. i don't really use that so much anymore because what's coming out and being collected whether it's good or not it, it feels so agenda first yeah. Character or story second. And That's why I like watching the 90s movies right Yeah, now. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because the 90s, I feel, we're going to look back one day as like a real golden era of like how great it could get. A good time. It's almost like, you know what the 90s was like? It, it was almost like, every, you know, not everybody, just as a culture culturally right right the 90s was like everybody got cocaine rich (laughs) where music was good tv was good the movies were fun the clothes were fun comedy comedy was wicked like you can say things things could be edgy but you were also aware you know and then you sometimes look but back. there was also like this new wave of a new new ideas yeah like, like they were challenging the there, status there quo there was some some stuff but like, like made peace with it too like there was yeah there was like, you know what just was, let me it, be me yeah and there was a lot of good cool shit of the 90s that it was like will it ever be that good again yeah but i mean we're biased right everybody every eric we're those old people mm. Were those old people saying the good old days? You know why? This is the thing, though. What's interesting is that the stuff from the 90s right now trends. Mm-hmm. 
when you go on Netflix. Friends is the thing that everyone's into. Seinfeld is the thing that everyone's watching, whether it's for the first time. People want an escape right now. They want an escape, but that era challenged ideologies. It challenged sort of morality in very subtle... Like, they did it in such a smart way. People forget, 94, around 1994 was when Friends debuted, right? Right in the middle of the 90s. Like, it is the 90s show. And you immediately are introduced to a divorced couple that are having a baby that are divorced because the wife became a lesbian. It's It was very different to see that sort of dynamic on TV in Friends. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people grew up watching that. Like you saw them get married on Friends. Mm. But the, the story wasn't built strictly around that it was a part of that world right because that was it that is our world that is that is especially where they lived in new york right you know where were they supposed to be in the village i think they're in the village you know i don't know how i know so much of this content show and we I all watched the, it we all watched it we all lived through it right it was part of our part of our upbringing maybe we, i do like it i don't know and that's the thing is like fresh prince martin Girlfriends, um, living single, New York undercover, right? There was a lot of cool stuff going on. And that's not even touching all the other things. Friends, Seinfeld, Frasier, Mad About You. Remember Wings? I do remember Wings. Yeah, all these shows were like, and the Home Improvement and uh, Family Matters and Boy Meets World and... And that's just like North America. Just North America. Imagine like everywhere else. But then look at hip hop. Yo... It was the best yeah. time. It was a. It was so, so much excess. Like things every like in every genre, things were wicked, but we didn't have the internet, so we just we had to work for it. We pulled everything that yeah. was really good, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like we brought it. We brought the the good good stuff to the mainstream. It was a good time for mainstream. In a lot of ways. You know, and I remember wearing jean shorts, and I remember my sister. She she took a black sharpie, and she made like designs on them. She like did a little circle, like yeah. she did like polka dots everywhere. Yeah, and then she rolled them up. Yeah, and then she went put the design on my pocket, and I felt like that was like such a '90s thing to have like jean shorts yeah. rolled up with yeah. like. Some doodle design. Yeah. I was that kid. Yeah. I'm so good. proud of that. It's so it was a good time. Man. We were we were cool kids, I think. It was a it was a good decade, I think. For the most part. So many the, bad things happened though. But that's every decade. Yeah. That was yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. It was that I'm not saying, Oh, what about this injustice? And what about the I know it was there no, was a lot of stuff. Lots of stuff. It was also like a lot of, a lot of shit oh, that was going down. Oh, but of course, of course. But, but I'm we saying were... like just you know us, like our childhood. It yeah. Was, meh, it had its ups and downs, but it was in, during a fun time. It was. It, it was. It was a re- like even re- even the reality TV. Like our reality TV was the OJ trial. <laughs> it's true. I remember my grade six teacher. He came in because. We didn't we we didn't have a TV in our classroom, 
and he was doing a le- a lesson. Yeah. And then we just heard cheering in the hallway. Yeah. We didn't know, or from the other class, we don't know what the verdict was though. Everyone was. But into- I but I was the only one that shouted. I'm like, he's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> He's innocent. Like it was more like I had a little, a little. There was. A, it was more like in the form of a question. Yeah. Like He's innocent. Like we, we didn't know. And then he came back. What a shit he show, confirmed, bro. And then the whole class erupted. And why? Like why did we want him to be innocent? I, I don't know. <laughs> like why did we want that? But I remember that. I remember that. That was a big deal. At, right? <laughs> we and and like you look back, you're like, son of a bitch. Clearly did it, (laughs) you know, but yeah, I just, I just feel, and there's some people who want it. That's our reality TV. It was right. It really was. It was always like on, like, uh, what was it on? It was always on the news. Every channel, every channel cover a current affair, right? Remember a current affair? I think so. Entertainment Tonight for sure. Et, yeah, yeah. Everything. But um, yeah, huh. things just ma- things just mattered more when you were doing something. When you were doing something in the '90s, it was special. <clears throat> what are you doing tonight? We're going to the movies. Okay. Like it was a big deal going to the movies it on was. a Friday night it and was. getting to that flick. Yeah, it was yeah. a thing to do. What are you doing? We're going remember to a restaurant. Lined up. Remember lined when up. Lined up. I remember lined when up. I went. I I think we were fighting, but yeah. I went to go see Eight Mile. <laughs> <laughs> And I came out, and then you were in the line for the next show. No, I was walking out having finished it. You were in the line for the oh, next show. Oh, is that what it was? And I'm like, huh-huh. And you said you were going to watch it without <laughs> me, huh? You, but you said you weren't going to watch it I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> and like, enjoy the show. But we were like secretly happy that we saw, we got like, you know what, whatever. Yeah, we got it was caught. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool that we saw. I wasn't going to. I walked up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like, wasn't like nothing... Whatever. That was a fun memory. It was good, man. <laughs> I miss those days. I miss those days when you can ask questions and you could... People, this is going to sound bad, but, like, there's a value. Or you could just get caught getting being shitty and you, then you can laugh about That's it. That's what I mean. Like, because there's a honestly... value in being offended and getting offended. Like, or being the offender. Like, you learned. You learn things by it. Like, that. they're offended by that. Really? Why are they offended? What's your what's your problem? I don't like, know. You know, you could talk about stuff. There was a value I mean, in sh- that. Yeah, we should talk about stuff, but it, people I, are afraid to. I think you know what though. I don't know about you. I think the cancel culture thing is like dying. It's like it's dead. They tried it with Chappelle, and it didn't. It didn't stick. There's too much support. His he's got too much of an audience. Like they're not turning them. Cause he's not tied to anybody. Yeah, and I think the same thing happened with Rogan this time. Like I've never seen a character assassination quite like this one. I've seen them escalate, and I'm like, this guy, no one really cares because he's just weird. Like he he just does his thing. He's not bothering anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not like Chappelle on Netflix, getting paid this much money for a couple comedy specials. He's got a podcast. And he's got, like, clearly he's got quirky guests. Like, that's what's cool about it. Mm-hmm. Is that you're going to learn something weird. About something you didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, or it might not even be real. Like, did that guy really work at Area 51? I mean, again, if, if I, you don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think that the attempt 
after all this time, like, to say that his podcast killed people because of misinformation or, like, that he's racist. And you see, like, this past week, just the guest he's had, it's like, it's not, this isn't going to work. When did you start listening to Rogan? Okay. I started listening to him. I always have avoided listening to him for the longest time because I'm like, yeah, he's the Fear Factor guy. He's probably some conspiracy theory guy. Eh, I want to listen to comic book podcasts. I only listen to comic book podcasts for the longest time. Comic books, wrestling. Love the good wrestling podcast. Um, and sometimes like interviews. If I could find a, a good interview podcast with some people. But then I would look for Sebastian Maniscalco. Because I was really into his comedy. And we had just seen him. And I'm like, I want to, I, I could, I, I would love to hear him in a podcast, see if he's doing bits hmm. like D.L. Hughley would, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> and so, oh, hip hop podcasts too. Don't let me forget that. I love hip hop podcasts. Drink, drink champs. Great. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I gave, <laughs> no, I, so I gave, uh, I saw Sebastian was on Rogan. I'm like, that would be interesting. Two comedians talking to each other. I didn't know. Well, did I know? I didn't know Rogan initially. I had. I, I think I was surprised that he was. He he was a comedian. I knew him as the Fear Factor guy. Me too. And I didn't know. Him, I didn't know him outside of that at all. Yeah, like to me, and I think it's a fair comparison. He was in the <clears throat> Kevin Smith, Mark Marin, Joe Rogan were these famous podcasters. You listen to one of them. Mm-hmm. I listen to Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm, 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 That's mm-hmm. the one I used to, that got me into podcasting. That was my entry in, was him. And they're all very similar in not. Yeah, he's not, the one that said, as long as you have a microphone and a laptop. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. He said, do it. Because if you want to do a podcast, just do it. And I said, yeah, okay, I'll try it. I don't know who's listening, but you know what I have done is I've made cool friends and I've had great conversations, mm-hmm. which has been paid it's like all the money i've paid to host the podcast site yeah it's been worth it just for the friends i've made or the experiences i've had like it's been worth it but with that having said that i started listening to rogan to answer your question to to listen to interviews with comedians so there was maniscalco so would you did you like the interview or was it i did but i'm like this guy the host is like he doesn't ask any questions? He's asking, he's like, okay, all right, you're a martial artist, you do this, okay, you exercise, okay, okay, you're a good griller, like, <laughs> shut up. Because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Maniscalco's not that interesting compared to this guy. And I hate people like Rogan, who are like, yeah, I do this, yeah, I hunt, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Or you build houses, too, and you dig wells, like, what are, like, you're just, ah, I hate that. But I also respect it. Because mm-hmm. if you really do it, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. shit, I want to do that too. <laughs> like, I'm just too um, doughy. I just like cuddling <laughs> under blankets. You know, people be like, how could you want to, who wants to wake up every day and just go back to sleep and have a margarita? Like me, me. <laughs> throw me a book, a couple of TV shows. That's all I got to do. I'll do 10 laps in the pool just to keep <laughs> my blood flowing. <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> go for a walk with you on the beach what do you want to eat yeah i'm good yeah i am not like why don't you get bored what no no throw on a couple tunes oh and i hear the birds cheep 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 i'm good 
from your lips to God's ears. That's a dream, right? But so this is one of those renaissance guys. Oh, I'm a comedian. Oh, I'm a this. I'm, a, I'm like, <laughs> you're not any of those things. You're a podcaster. In my head, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And just hearing him with numerous guests, listening to the guest, right? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Wow, that was interesting. Oh, this guy's talked to this person? What do they got to talk about? And then you you end up learning or discovering things when they talk to the person you least expect it. Killer Mike. He had an episode with Killer Mike. I want to listen to Killer Mike. I like Run the Jewels. I like Outcast. I like Killer Mike. I'm listening to it for him. Right. And then as I'm listening to them exchange, I'm like, this dude is a cool dude. And then Kevin Smith and him have a conversation. I'm like, I learned so much from this show because this guy talks to everybody. Mm-hmm. So this guest that he has information from, he's like, oh, this sir, this person, such and such, such and such. I'm like, what's that episode? Like, let me hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did he? I want to know what he knows. <laughs> and you just start accumulating all of these bits of information throughout a large range of genres and topics and comedians, directors, professors historians conspiracy theorists all this stuff and it's like it's not all right it's not all wrong it's just stuff that it's just out there it's out there these are conversations to have these are things to consider and then my favorite I think too that's important to distinguish right it's not like he's going off saying that this is where you get reliable information he's obvi- he's always owning up to I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about I'm just talking. Every single episode. And I and and there's like what he, I think he's doing is he's allowing us to be that fly in the on the wall. You know, he just he's just talking that's, to his friends. Or that's how I wanted to have conversations on my podcast with people because sometimes you hear interviews and people have questions that are so fan related. Like ask him, ask him what it was like to draw that panel and what it was going <laughs> like. We want and so everyone's like yeah. And he probably would rather talk about, you know, if you're talking to a comic book artist, they're probably want to talk about stuff that they like, whereas the writer wants to talk about the scene. You get what I mean? The writer wants to talk about the scene. Yeah. Right. The artist oftentimes is like, let me talk to you about music I like. Right. They're not as into. Is that what you find when you I do find, interviews? yeah. When I listen to them and when I do them, I find <coughs> when you talk to the different parts of the storytelling, they're different personalities and they like to talk about different things. Like artists aren't collectors as much as writers are. Like Shane. They collect for to like look through it. They want to flip through the pictures. They're looking at the person's artwork their work so they collect artwork they don't collect issues they 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 do How do you know this it's just like a it's more the way that they interact with the material and the stuff that they look back fondly on you know they're they're the way that they integrate with the stuff you can see it's they, they like i'm buying that I'm like how come like oh look look like the story's okay but like look at the line work and look at his paneling and Oh, I, I love see, the see. way he inks it. Like, it just adds you. depth to the... But isn't that 
the case in anything, yeah. any passion you have, like yeah. type of music, yeah. like type of whatever. Everybody zeroes in on something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like there's some guys even with hip hop where you you realize she's so cute. They have a, a a they know what they're talking about, but they're also list they're zeroing in on us. There's a certain thing that they zero in on. Right. And then you've got some people, and I feel snobbishly like i'm one of them like i can listen to Mm hip-hop and i will i i could tell a person like that's good they know what they're doing even if i don't like it the whole the whole scope of it Hmm. you know even if i you get what i I don't know if that makes sense because some people don't like a person i don't not really feeling that he talks about this like who cares that he talks about money how does he talk about money? Mm-hmm. What's he actually like? Who cares that it's popular? The fact that it's popular and he still is able to do that, that says a lot. Like Michael Jordan being good in the regular season and every level of the playoffs tells you something about him. He's the most popular, and everyone who says, hey, who's the best basketball player? You're going to say, Michael Jordan. And, it, and, and every version of that fan, whether you're a hardcore basketball player or you're a general basketball player, will be right. And sometimes you can listen to a hip-hop artist if you're fair. And you go beyond the popularity. You go beyond the vanilla choice, right? You can say, like, yeah, that is the guy. Because you're able to break down every aspect of the art form. Jesus Christ, all of this from Mouse. All this from Mouse. I have to read this now. No, but I have never read Mouse. But, like, it's the thing, that, like, I was going to say, and I don't even like talking about it, but I want to talk about it, is it got Whoopi in trouble, right? Everyone got up in arms. Like, oh, this. And it's almost like the silly are being silly on themselves. Yeah. And based on their own, they're they're being hypocrites with their own rules, but they're still trying to follow them, and they're just they look silly doing it. Yeah. And all the all and this is the funny thing, right? Is that I think Whoopi should get fired, only based on the rules they play by. That's the only reason. But I really feel like she shouldn't miss a day of work. That's right. Because. Her job is to be on a show and say ridiculous things with girls at a table like we're having coffee in the morning. No, they'll write. They'll be no, so no, no. But that's what the show's supposed to feel no, like. No, it's supposed to be people giving their opinion. That's, it's from their viewpoint. That's right. So that's she right. should not be penalized for her that's, doing her job. Exactly. Yeah, but you made it sound rude. No, what I'm saying, remember the original view? Everyone, they sat around a coffee table and a couch. It was very casual. <laughs> They've made it, it a little more. It was more. so good back then. Yeah, well, it then was again, homely. I mean, it was. I liked that when Lisa Lynn was on it. I liked it. Yeah, it was very homely, and Meredith, right? Meredith, she was the like the like the the moderator. Yeah, she. I thought, I thought she was just. Really, but I mean, I was a kid. I what did I know? I just liked watching. But it. But it, it's gotten more clownish. Like after the Trump era, it got very clownish. I don't, I don't care. I don't so what I'm getting at is this. <laughs> what I'm getting at is this. No, you're right. All play by your own rules. Play by your rules. That's but. It. All this told me was that if I have a question about World War II or what happened with the Nazis and the Jews, Whoopi Goldberg is not your authority. 
That's it. Like, she's not the one to ask. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and that's all. She's got to... She, and then she quickly knew, like, you know what? I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Yeah. Clearly, I was wrong. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Beautiful. And that should be done. Yeah, and then we should be done. Beautiful. Okay, great. Done. I'm glad we... That's the well, point I'm... of your show. Yeah. Is that you got a view and you might get one wrong... And someone can correct you, and you're mature enough to say, hey, thank you for the correction. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. Exactly. No one's half the battle. That's right. G.I. Joe. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's my favorite memory of my brother. Yeah? Yeah. He liked that show? He loved that show. And I know I've told you this. We went to McDonald's. We were going to New York or something. We were on a road trip. We went to McDonald's. And then all of a sudden, all these military men just came in. Like, everybody just showed up. <laughs> and then my brother was like, Mommy, Mommy. <laughs> He's like, It's the G.I. Joe. And they all looked at him and they thought it was adorable. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That is cute. Yeah. It's like when you were a kid and you thought the mascot was the thing. Like, it's it's him. Yeah. Like, you're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can touch you. You know, when, when you interacted with a mascot at a... Park, like Fred Flintstone. Wow, oh it's Fred. God. It was like meeting a celebrity. Right? It's so <laughs> funny how kids' minds work. I met Dino. Yeah. I remember meeting Dino. Barney, Betty, Wilma. Uh, you and I met Big Bird. Big Bird. That that was a real Big Bird. That was a real Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I met Mickey Mouse at Disney. At Disney? I did. I lined up for it. Take a picture. Do we have a picture? Somewhere. I have it somewhere. I was 13. You lined up? How long was that lined up? I don't know, but it was... I don't know why. I just... So It was this pretty cool time. Horrible time, but a really memorable time. All at the same. Yeah. So when everything was falling apart? Yeah, my family was, was getting separated. And me and my uh-huh. dad were in Disney. And it was, it was a strangely bonding moment when you knew a storm was waiting. It was, yeah, it was like a unforgettable moment in time. Hmm. And having, and that, you know, sometimes you have those pictures where you look back at someone's like movie and that was a moment that would be in the picture frame. Like that was one of them. Just oddly dressed meeting Mickey Mouse (laughs) at 13 with my dad. I got the uh, Spider-Man mascot to sign a comic book at Universal. Yes, you did, and I took that picture. <laughs> I don't think we've ever stopped being kids, but... I think it keeps you young. Because we don't have any. I think even if I had kids, I would kind of be a kid's dream. Because they wouldn't have to worry <laughs> if we're going to go watch a Spider-Man movie. I mean, that's only if you think they... It, that's if they like Spider-Man. You can't make them like... What no, like. but but this is the thing. When I see what they would like, I would be in. And they knew, like... Maybe. I would. I, if my kids like something, I wouldn't Would you be them. in Paw Patrol? Would you be into this Paw Patrol? Or what, 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 this what, is the what, thing. What stuff is going on? But our cartoons were good. I don't know cartoons today, but I'm this not a kid to thing, know. This is the thing, right? If you, if you introduce... What you introduce your kid to, they'll take to. So one, if it's going like, to be... Like, what's Danny doing with... Uh, Matthew. Well, this is the thing. Kids it's Matthew, right? Nicholas. Nicholas. Matthew's the other, the, is the, the baby. baby. Yeah. So, 
I think it's just music. He's, he's doing like he watches Disney with him, right? I think so, but I think if if a kid takes to music, perhaps they'll watch music videos and do dancing and things like that. And he interacts with YouTube. He tells YouTube what he wants to listen to. <laughs> it's crazy. So cute, right? So if a kid, if you see that a kid has a leaning towards playing with like cars or some action figure, like you'll you'll kind of know where to go with it. And I think now, especially with video games, you can kind of steer your kid into a direction like Star Wars and Spider-Man and here's some Legos of these things. Like, you like Lego? There's Lego Star Wars. There's Lego Back to the Future. Whatever it is you want, it's there. And Did you ever get those toys? Which ones? Did you ever get stuff like that? Legos? I had a generic Lego. That I would play with sometimes, but it wasn't a really like it wasn't a specific one at all. It was just yeah, generic. Yeah, me either. I never had one. I never. I always they wanted like the. I mean, I mean now, yeah. it would be cool. I mean, then what do you do with it? Where do you put it? That's I think the, the thing. Like I like the 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 what's it called? The thing in the Star Wars, the starship. Oh, the, Millennium Falcon. No. Yeah, there's that one. Yeah. But then there's the one with like the Death big star? dome. Yeah. The Death star. And it's like, that'd be cool to do. It would be cool to but do. But then now what? Right. <laughs> God forbid you break it. I'll kill you. <laughs> I you mean, take we, it we apart? don't have the space for it. No, I know. But I'd like to do that. I would too. It is, it, but that's the thing. If I had, if Maybe I had. that's something you can do in the metaverse. Oh. Like virtually. You could do puzzles. How, wh- would you use it? I think everyone would eventually get into some. To. No, but I think that. I would I think enjoy that's crazy cer- talk. That's crazy talk. But you want to know what? Okay, it's crazy talk. But I think for people like me and you, who are you must homebodies, sound crazy to whoever is still listening. It's not going to sound crazy because the metaverse is, is is something people are really talking about. There's advertisements and everything. No, but about you it. and I don't know what we're talking about. But that's the point. Nobody <laughs> knows. No one knows what's really going on. Everyone's guessing. But if you could, for instance, right, a movie comes out, and it's only in theaters, but you could go to the Metaverse Theater, instead of having to get into your car, go outside to a movie theater in the middle of winter, you could go to a Metaverse Theater in your house, put on your binoculars, you plug in your haptic gloves, me and you are going to... So you're streaming, basically. You're streaming, but you're, you're... having a night out as a cool looking avatar i don't want to no not for me thanks not to say i mean no not for me thank you i think i think people will be surprised at how quick they'll be into it demolition man is one of my favorite movies it's a good one and bad boys bad boys is one of my favorite movies too and die hard 90s die hard is one of my favorite not die hard but the ones you mentioned there's some stuff that ages really badly in the 90s because they were trying to be high tech. That's why Die Hard still works. You know what I haven't seen in a while? I remember liking it as a kid, but maybe it's shit. But I have to. I want to rewatch it. It's Tango and Cash. Ooh. I want to rewatch that, but I don't remember if it was actually good. But maybe it really was. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Hatcher's in it. I used to have a crush on her. Yeah, you liked her all the time. Her and uh, Jennifer Aniston in the 90s on Friends were like, like I knew I liked girls. <laughs> it was one of those moments. 
and Trish Stratus before she was in wrestling. You met her. I knew her. That's right. I actually, we knew each other by name. She would probably not remember me now, but I definitely knew her because she worked at the, the same gym my dad did. She was very sweet. Battery good? I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm just looking <laughs> at it. It has one peg. Yeah. What does that mean? Ah. It'll flash when it's going to die. But yeah, she was a really, really nice girl. I knew her around 11, 12 years old. She was a university student. Mm-hmm. So when she became... She was pretty. Or is pretty. I don't know what she looks like now, but she was lovely looking. Well, yeah, when she... Before all of the... Lovely looking. She was enhancements, hot. <laughs> hot. <laughs> before the enhancements, she was already a, a very good looking girl. But nice. That was, the, that was the number one thing is that she was really friendly, genuinely friendly and nice to people. She didn't act like... She didn't act like she was pretty nice when people are nice you know what i mean yeah so that was my memory of her so those are the like three 90s um crushes yeah. yeah i guess and then around the late night oh you know who else selena's i was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say i know you had a thing for her but i'm like is that that's definitely around the timeline yeah during that jennifer lopez rise to fame she annoys me now. You know, I could do without her. There's nothing. Not, there's nothing of, like that I think of hers I that yeah. that I'm like I gotta see that. I gotta own that one. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah, I don't. Music or movies, except for Selena. That's it. Even as like, like am I supposed to feel represented? I don't. I don't want to be represented like that. Uh-uh. So I'm not into it. And I'm, she, I'm tired. She, she's like, good for her though, in mm. every way. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. she's, she's a beautiful woman. Obviously, very successful and smart, talented, and you know whatever. But I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. But I don't know. Maybe it's just my age now. I think I'm just, I'm impatient. What do you find more important to you? Just as a person. And I've, I've debated this, like, representation or relatability? For, for, I'll, you answer that. Because you brought up Jennifer Lopez, and she is like... Oh, shit. I didn't want to... <laughs> no, but she's the, first, she's the first one to clearly be representative on a grand scale for Latina girls. On that, like, number one star list. There was a time where she was the it person. You know, there was there was Latina stars, but not like Jennifer Lopez. Not like that. Leading lady. So that would have been like the representation for you. Someone your age coming up, especially she was the it girl when you were coming up as a teenager. Wow. Yeah, but I never felt like I did. So that's, that's what I'm asking you. I don't know. I I don't know. I I didn't feel like I was missing out. To like, okay, this individual is doing well for herself, but I never felt like it was 
necessary for me to I don't know I didn't care yeah I just didn't care it didn't bother me it was neither here nor there it didn't make a difference Mm -mm. that's and so because I found things relatable to black culture too that I I always did what it cuisine um style yeah um you know the way I spoke like it was just it was I was a product of my environment like you liked what you liked yeah that yeah. was it. You didn't really yeah. care. I mean, I didn't go looking for it. I mean, I've said before, I, I love watching the Cosby show. I, I love watching Martin. I loved watching, you know, I, I'm like, there, I just, I watched things that I thought were good. Yeah, you watch what you like. It was just fun for me. Yeah, you had a good diversity, though, I think. I always tell you that. I like that kind of humor. I like urban. Like, is urban allowed to be? I don't know. If, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing to say. <laughs> but, like, <coughs> like you said, right? Like, hip-hop culture or whatever. Like, that was just what Excuse I was surrounded me. by. That was just my life. Yeah, and I think, you know what? It's I think there there is something to be said about urban culture. Because people can say, oh, that's just code for black. But there's a difference in black urban culture and southern black culture They're, like they live in different places these these groups of people you know so where they're located it, there is a significance in like how you distinguish it because when i think of urban i think of cities like new york and you know la where, where there's a lot of people all together mm-hmm. and and a lot of economy all around them with bodegas and buildings and this and like urban yeah. you know how you're interacting with a concrete jungle. And I was jungle. always surrounded by that. Like, that yeah. was my normal. Yeah. Like, to me, that was Trains. Taking the train to get yeah. to where you gotta go to. Yeah. That type of stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I related to those things, too, more. And sometimes I wanted to relate to things, or I identified with things that didn't necessarily represent me at all. And I liked that. Yeah, I I'm listening to this guy that grew up in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. That's robbing people. Give me the loot. And I don't I won't do that. <laughs> but I just like that's what I'm feeling. Why why is what he's saying appealing to me? I don't know why. But I love his story. Somehow I relate to him. Or he's like a big brother telling me he's like giving me game that's how sometimes i listen to them hmm. like, i've never had sex yet this guy's had a lot of it <laughs> break it down <laughs> you know i was an only child and you couldn't trust other guys your age yet you didn't know if they were lying or telling the truth or what but these guys clearly what did he just say so that? So that's where you got your sex sex education? Oh, of Hip-hop? course. Oh, yeah. Of course. You heard stuff and you'd have to look it up. And then you'd like... And look it up? How'd you look it up? Ask a friend or you'd go on the internet. And how long did that take? <laughs> dun, dun, like this, back then it was just like pictures that we were finding for us. Like just... I remember there were sites that were just photos. And you just... Down the page. Eric, man, we've lived a long time together. 
Yeah, <laughs> you, you you have. I you, can picture that. I remember your your, your computer in the basement. Yeah. At your parents' house. Yeah. Didn't it do like that dial-up thing? Yeah, there was a dial-up. Jesus. Yeah. And now we have it in our pockets, bud. So That's fast. not a long time that went by. No, nah, man. It's not. When you really, really think about it, Jesus. how much things change so quick, can't keep up with it. But we're... we're it's just interesting right now. We're in a very interesting time um, with entertainment and information and news. Everything is, is tricky. They're making everything real tricky. It's very cool to pay attention to it. And it doesn't, it goes in your music, it goes in your movies, it's in your comics. Like, it's, it's so prevalent where you don't know how much you're you're being persuaded so you you become nostalgic you get to a point yeah like, let me just go back a little bit where we we could like remember we were watching you'd watch jerry springer <laughs> we're 14 years old i remember grade eight okay grade eight the height of wrestling that was such stone trash cold tv you had stone cold steve austin at nine o'clock on a monday night right yeah. I love it when he gets in there. Yeah, and he you're watching Raj. Dun, 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 dun. He's going into the ring already swearing. I was like, Monday night is the first day of the week. You're already mad. <laughs> like, what what happened, right? He's, he's He grabs the mic, and then you, you're listening to Stone Cold. What? You know? If you think Stone Cold should kick Vince McMahon's ass, give me a hell yeah. You're at your house. Hell yeah. <laughs> kick your boss's ass. That was the 90s. Now you can't tell your boss, good morning, you look pretty. God forbid, you lose your job. Microaggression. Back then, you were like, beat your boss up. Beat your <laughs> boss up. You know? And then you'd flip over to Jerry Springer. And this guy's got his two guys sleeping with their cousin. She's pregnant with the other guy's brother. And then the baby comes out black. <laughs> And people are throwing chairs. Like, that's what we watched. And we went to school and I said, did you see the guy had a penis? She thought it was a dance. And we were like, remember the things we were watching? The things that would be said? Yeah. Yeah. It was intense. Like, the 90s was rough. (laughs) But you know what? We were okay. Yeah. We knew. Like, and we were like, all right, that's the thing. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't, you know what it was? We weren't lying so much. Not so much. We could take it. Like we, now you got like, you, you, I don't I let my kid watch it. You know, your kid's eight. Like they're not going to be scared of a Marvel movie. It'll be okay. Like we've, we've put them in these boxes, but then we're like, you can decide on your health choices. But we don't want you to watch that movie. Your screen time is up. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know? Man. But we were watching Ra, Jerry, <laughs> and Married with Children. Back to back to back. <laughs> oh, Peg. Leave me alone, Peg. <laughs> Get in the kitchen make me a sandwich. <laughs> like, that was our TV. And none of us grew up saying that to our wives. 
all of us grew up saying, yeah, don't do that. I mean, we don't know. Maybe some did. I mean, Maybe some I, did, but, like, come know. on. But that's The not... kids of us who grew up watching that were like, don't say that no more. <laughs> you can't say that. All I said was good morning. Are How you are exhausted? You? you sound exhausted. I'm so tired, man. <laughs> you I'm, sound it, exhausted. And this is the thing. I don't even deal with it because I work in construction. Like, the first thing in the morning is like, hey, how's it going, Paul? How the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> that's my life. No political correctness. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I'm often the guy like, don't, don't say it's that. Like, I want to buy you so much. No, but, but the thing is, is other aspects of my life where I deal with podcast, like other podcasters or right, right, comic right, book right. artists. We, 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 yeah, you know? we're faced with it. We're facing it. But we're all going through it. We're all, and let's just talk again. That's, That's all. The thing. That's the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's just yeah. talk. Let's make a couple jokes. I don't mean it, you know. Just like, let's make a couple jokes. Down. Yeah, calm we used to laugh at ourselves. Down. Let's laugh again. Laughing is good. It's okay. Don't worry. I love buddy, buddy cop, buddy, buddy cop films too. Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. I think I bring that movie up. At least once. You're a real. A month. <laughs> you're you're a real classic movie fan. More than me, I appreciate that about you. Like you know me more than you. How so? I like the stuff that I grew up watching, whereas you liked everything that you that was good. Like, you but know, not everything was good. At least according to you. No. You what think I'm Last Action is, Hero is trash? But what I'm saying is, and it is not. <laughs> But what you like at Last Action Hero, because it was made for someone your age, at that time, like it right. hit you perfect. Okay. Right. But you also know, so you can appreciate Last Action Hero and Street Fighter for its. I'm a Street Fighter. I mean, I know it's. Th- that's know. the point: is that you are the right age to see its art. You see past its flaws. You see yeah. its art. Like Ninja she Turtles. She looks amazing. For the girl from Boba. Yes. She looks the same. She looks like yeah, the chicken Street Fighter. She still looks the same. I'm saying. She's a beautiful woman. So, like, what I'm getting at is all those movies. You, you know the cheese is cheese, and you appreciate it for what it is. Like Three Ninjas. I think Three Ninjas is great. Three Ninjas is so fun. Right? But it sucks. It's like a... Cheesy version of Home Alone. That's what I'm saying. I want to rewatch some movies. Oh, yeah. Eric, that's what we need. <gasps> Eric, that's what we need to do. We need to rewatch some movies. Yeah. And Indeed. see if we feel the same way about them. Yeah. As we think we do. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But see, stuff like Die Hard holds up. You know that. You can watch the. F- but that's, you, yeah. But you know which lethal weapons are good. I think of Lethal Weapon 3 because I remember watching that one the most. You think of Lethal Weapon 1. And you like Lethal Weapon so much as a classic movie that you watched the TV show <laughs> and appreciated it. I didn't realize how much I liked it. You liked until the, recently. Bad Boys. You just said Tango and Cash. Um, no, we should watch Forty Eight Hours. Is that with uh, Eddie Murphy yeah, and um, Nick Nolte? Yeah. I'd like to watch that. That's the one that put Eddie on the map, right? You know. I don't really know what put Eddie on the map. I I don't really know for me. I love his his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he was funny. I in my head, I feel the thing that really put him on the map where he's like number 1 
I always think of Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. Like, Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop. That's the one. If you're going to, if anything, if there's going to be an Eddie Murphy movie. I love those movies. Part yeah. three, mm-mm, not so much. But, but, as a kid. Yeah. It was fun because it was at the amusement park. You know what I, I'll say as a kid? I liked sequels. And I realize now that they weren't as good. Right. But as a kid, I liked the sequels Yeah, of more. course. Because it was like a repeat of your fate of, of something that you liked, but new. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was extra. It, but it was like extra stuff from them. Yeah. Because the first, the, always the first one, you've watched it so much and it's always, so much time is spent with an origin whereas when you get into a sequel you get to see more of like them do like Ninja Turtles doing stuff that Ninja yeah, Turtles do yeah they still do. got bad they're like even their puppetry got really bad <coughs> and you didn't realize that as a kid no, you just excited no by part 3 I knew I didn't like it I knew I didn't like I never liked part 3 there wasn't anything to go back to watch it wasn't at like there was nothing that made you want to go back and watch uh-uh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles part 3 Part two was fun, though. Yeah, when they found their apartment. Yeah. And they have the... It got it got just cartoony enough as a kid. Because the first one was like, man, I, this is so, too real. Where you wanted more of the cartoon. Which Batman started getting cartoony? Part two or part three? Batman Returns with the Penguin? Or did it start getting cartoony after that? Part three definitely got... A more a more cartoony side with Two Face and the Riddler. Right. It got more because it's the Joe Schumacher ones where he makes it. Because even Catwoman, though, I mean that's what I'm saying. Now you're throwing in multiple characters. Like what cheapened it? It was the this was the thing. The first Batman movie worked really well because you picked. Tim Burton as a director who had that aesthetic and look like he could capture it mm-hmm. but he still kept he didn't put all of his tastes in it completely but in the second one he put all his tastes in it where the whole world felt like his kind of art it was like the Tim Burton climate it became completely Tim Burton world mm-hmm. in the second one and I mean, so, that's just your opinion. I think, I think just the fact that it was in the winter and it took place in Christmas and just all of the color schemes and motifs was much more Tim Burton film. The first Batman movie felt like, yeah, it felt good. Hmm. The first Batman movie felt like what um, the animated series was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels it like did. it's in that world. It did. But the uh, the second one, you could you gotta stick with that now, because when you get into the Joe Schumacher movies, the colors and the sound, the 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 music, everything changes. The filter on the lens, it's like it's just too cartoony. This is almost like a McDonald's commercial. It felt like, you know. There was things about it that I did like the Val Kilmer movie. There were aspects of it that I enjoyed scenes from it that I liked but it got too wacky real quick yeah but um 
George Clooney one was like George that. Clooney, I can't watch it at I, all. I don't even remember it, thank God. I just thought it was really bad. <laughs> Got a bad night credit card or something. Awful. There was nipples and things. It was I think bad. the nipples were from the Val Kilmer, I think. Do you think? I thought it was I just didn't he have like Batman blades or something? Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, why? Yeah, it was just bad. Not good. Not but good. that was the 90s access right we were getting that was near the end that you know you're going into the later half of the 90s where it's like the movies were finding their way yeah. finding their way for a bit i, I suppose so. hmm. some action movies got kind of like but the the yeah man like independence day was a spectacle yo when i saw that at the theater it was a Spectacle, watching the White House explode. Uh-huh. Oh, great! You're gonna say that? Don't put White House and explode together. No, sorry. <laughs> Independence Day, the movie with Will Smith, when the aliens that Jeez, do not exist. We're gonna be on the map. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about this stuff so heavy. If, we, if they, you know, but if they talk about that, if they contact me, we made it. <laughs> That's what I want. That is what I want. Why? Yeah, contact me. Contact me. I want to know. I want to know they're scared. No, do not contact. No one contact us. Please. <laughs> no one. Believe me. We don't want to have anything to do with anything. With you anybody. Hungry? Is it time to eat? No, I'm fine, actually. Really? Yeah. Should we order food, though? Totally. All right. I mean, it's just the responsible thing to do. You were right about the time we would eat. What did I say? 8.30? Yeah, it's 7.30. Oh, 7.30. That's not bad, though. But the food's not here. <laughs> well, you just put it in the order and it will be. That's all right. So, sh- should you wrap this up? No, no. Keep talking to me. I don't know what to say by myself right now with you looking at the, the phone. I had a question that I wanted to ask you. You know what we didn't even do? We could talk about it tomorrow if you want. Oh, my God. Do you want to talk about it tomorrow? How long have we been talking now? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? could talk about us anything we want. Um, talk about Boba Fett tomorrow. We didn't even touch on Boba. Boba. Deal? Oh, Boba. I mean, I don't know. I guess. Maybe. I don't want to make no promises. All right. Don't make promises. I'm not making Maybe. Any. Maybe. Did you like it? Save it. I don't want to hear from you until we're on the podcast. Now you have to. Now the people are gonna to want to listen. I don't know. They're probably they're probably they're probably not even. You know what? Hanging out by a thread. I think when you have interesting dialogue and things go on tangents and it's not about one any specific thing, you you go into interesting places. I do I do like authentic conversations. I find. Yeah. Like, I, I like that interview that you had with Dax. Like, I felt like I actually got to know him. And so when I saw him at the con, I'm like, I, I like, I want to support you. Like, I, it became very personable. That's the thing, right? Is that you can either have the thing where you want to know all these, you want to ask all the smart questions to show how much you know, which flatters and can go a long way, right? There's nothing as good as stroking someone's ego who's an artist. <laughs> It's the truth. Right. Right? Or... But, but when it's done with the like with genuine intent, though. Of course. Or, that like, that'll work. But like you said, if you can get to know the person... Exactly. 
you'll even want to support them more because like you're cool on top of being creative. You're not just creative. Like I support and it, you, the person. Yes, right. Not just you, the product. Right, exactly. Because yeah. there are some people where it's like, well, yeah, this person wrote it. I got to check it out. It's so-and-so. Right. Even though they're weird and quirky and they think they're a wizard, that's the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he wrote this book. So I'm going to check it out. Or he drew, he drew this. Like, that's so-and-so. You have to. But then there are some people where you follow them on their journey and they're just trying stuff out. You're like, I'll stick with you, man. I like you. You've written these books that are good, but I also like you, the person. Yeah. Let's let, you know, let's keep talking. Oh, yeah. the last one didn't go well. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You'll get it back because now you're building rapport. And the, the, the support that you're helping these people get is more than just the quality of their work, but also the keep going we believe in you right so there's two ways to approach it that could you can do it from the fan perspective or you could do it from the human perspective Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i feel like you learn a lot more from the human perspective because you go places where it's like wow i learned i learned something about the beatles talking to jam de mateus i just thought i would talk to him about spider-man but he ended up getting into buddhism Yes, that's what I like. Yeah, that's cool. Right. You learn something you didn't know you would learn that day. Because you just let the person be. Got nothing in this cup. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Thank you. It's fun. I really love You have yourself a good night. <laughs>